Hey, yabba dabba doo, punk rock fans. This is Paul from D-Cracks and also the Radcliffs. You're listening to the Almighty Dummy Room. What's up, guys? Dummy Room Punk Rock Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. This is going to be episode 188. My guest tonight, hailing from the Great White North, dude plays in Johnny Terry and in the Bad Lieutenants. Dude is Joe Kosovar. What's up, Joe? Oh, not too much. Yourself? Oh, man. Nothing. It's Sunday night, and uh, it's nice to be hanging with you. Yeah. Get ready for the work week, and then... Doing the podcast, and it's going to be great. Dude, yeah, I'm not ready for the work week. I'm never ready. <laughs> yeah, it's... Yeah, it's always a bummer, <laughs> so, for sure. You remember when uh, when you're when I was growing up, at least Sunday nights, you always got that back to school feeling. Did you ever have that? Oh yeah, for sure. That little bit of depression. Yeah, anxiety. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, <laughs> I get that for work. Oh yeah, for sure. What disaster is gonna come this week? Yeah, exactly. So first of yeah. all, dude, uh, thanks for being a guest. And uh, oh, no problem. You know, secondly, it's just it's just nice to meet you. Yeah. Anxious to chat after seeing your name out in, you know, face space land for so long, you know? Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. It's like, and well, for me, getting to listen to the podcast, it's like, I feel like I know you a bit because <laughs> listen to you pretty much weekly. Well, that's cool. That's cool. Well, thank you. Yeah, no problem. It's a great podcast. Last week, uh, Bo was on. I don't know if you listened. Yeah, I and, listened, uh, yes. Dude, <laughs> we talked about the split. And I fucking knew we were going to screw up. I knew it was going to happen. I knew we were going to forget or run out of time. And uh, we ended up we ended up chatting for like three hours. And I had to like literally cut out two hours. And we came back from it. We just completely forgot, you know, to do the Johnny. Almost forgot to do the Johnitarian thing. So. Oh, I, it got played. That's <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, dude. Really. Dude, that record, that that split, that's a great split. This year has been really, there's been some great splits, and there's a couple more coming out yet. But um, tell me about that split, I guess. How'd that come to be? Was that your, Bo said you guys asked them, right? Was that it? Uh, I think it was more Jordy from Faster and Louder. It was his uh, baby, his brainchild, I guess you could say. Yeah. I know after he did the first couple, he was like, oh, I really want to do one with you and the socks. So I was like, yeah, man. That's great. They're an amazing band. I love listening to those guys. So, yeah. Dude, it's a perfect pairing. You know? It is. It really, yeah. It's, yeah, I, I got, I can't say enough good things about that. Those two records <laughs> they put out and. Yeah, yeah. It's perfect. I like the idea of uh, one original, one cover from the other band. I've always been kind of yeah. on, the, on the fence about that. Sometimes I like it and I think I like it when it works, but sometimes it just, there's been a couple I've heard and it's like, yeah, this doesn't work. But for you guys, you're so similar anyways. You know, same influences, clearly. Vapid's head, oh. Ramones. Yep. So it worked sure. very well, dude. You couldn't even tell. Like, listening, if I didn't know 
that they they didn't write that song, I figured you guys would have wrote it, you know? Party time. Yeah, that was I was listening through to try to get some ideas of which song to pick. That one was just like Yeah. <laughs> that's that's perfect for us. They've got a couple songs that I that I was actually like thinking about it. I'm like, they could have done this one, this one, this one. Pretty much any of them, I think you guys could yeah, have pulled off. One of the other deciding factors was at the time, I didn't, I thought that it had never been released other than digitally. So I was like, oh, that's kind of a neat uh, bonus for the Suck fans, right? <laughs> that song would be released. And then apparently it was released on a compilation yeah, at one comp. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, well, you guys killed it. So oh, thank you, appreciate it. it. It's a great, it's a great split. I know uh, I mentioned it last week, but Faster and Louder uh, Records, great label so far. Yeah, Jordy's doing a great job so far. He, uh, yeah, he he loves it with all his heart. So I mean, that's ninety percent of the battle, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are. Well, I want to get into it. I want to get into London. You're in London, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. But hey, I wanted to mention another split that's coming out. The Mugwumps Wannabes. Yeah. You like those bands? I do. I uh, The Wannabes, I don't know as well. Yeah. But I definitely know the Mugwumps. I got stuff from Jimmy Rapid of theirs years ago. Yeah, yeah. And it was just like, wow, this is amazing. Love that band. Mom's Basement's putting out the uh, Passport series. I think it's five. Number five. Yep. Yep, I saw that last week, I think it was. Yeah, dude, and I, I think a lot of people are waiting for this one just because I think it's the last of the wannabe songs that are going to be coming out. Oh, know? okay. So um, people are anxious, yeah. and I was. I was anxious to hear them, and I fucking dug them. But um, John said 
go ahead and play whatever, you know, play a song from each band. So I listened and I'm like, all right, we got it. I got, I got to play a couple of these. So I want to do, uh, I want to do this Mugwumps one, if that's right. cool. Oh yeah, for sure. All right, and apparently this is, um, well, let's let's do the song. It's called Heartbreaks and uh, Teenage Queens. So, dude, I, I mentioned to John that I was going to play this one, and he said it was a cover. I had no idea. It's a Rikis. It's a song by the Rikis out of, uh, I believe they're from Germany. Oh, and, okay. Uh, I, they might not be from Germany. I don't know. But um, it was. it's like an unreleased song. So Okay. I had no idea. I love it, dude. It sounds just like the Muggles yeah, to was, me. Yeah, it was a great song. When I was listening to it, I was just like, yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, yeah. So I, I just think, like, they have a sound. You know, their production and that guy's voice. They stand out, you know, so they make any song theirs. <laughs> so yeah. I, didn't, I didn't even notice. Yeah, it's despite playing bass and loving all the other <laughs> instruments, when a, when a singer has that uniqueness in their voice, that's what totally gets me over and sells me on a band. Dude, it makes a band. I don't care how good a band is. If, if you, you could have the Vapids playing and if Kermit the Frog is singing with them, you're going to turn it off. Well, maybe not, yeah. but you know what I mean. Can you sing? <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, so um, you're the bass player, of course. I didn't mention that before, but do you play anything else? Guitar or anything? Uh, no. No? Not not proficiently. Why, why do you pick up the bass? I only ask because it seems like I get only bass players on the show. I've had, like, every oh, bass really? player from every band on. 
Um, honestly, I picked up the bass because our singer guitarist Paul, uh, he was in another band at the time called Ross Daly, and he was playing bass. And he decided he wanted to learn to play the guitar a bit better. And then he was practicing and he wanted to start another band. And I had a bass and I'd known him pretty much my whole life. And he was like, hey, you want to play bass? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Cool. So that's about it. So when was that, when was that roughly? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was like 95-ish. Damn. So you, yeah. you're probably are you as old as me? You got to be old as me, mid forties. Yeah, th- yeah, mid forties. Okay. Paul's a couple of years older than me. I'm the youngest in the band. He's old as fuck. Yeah, he's. <laughs> I think he's got three years on me. Him and our drummer Sam and our other guitarist Mike is two years on me. Yeah, that's okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's been fun looking back over all the years, and it's crazy to think we're started in the. You know, that early 20s, and then now where we are. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get too depressed. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's crazy. I never used to believe the quote-unquote old people, and they're like, oh, you wait, time's going to fly by, and you won't know what happened. I'm like, yeah, whatever. And now it's just like, oh, yeah. It happened. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so the other side of that split, I said, was the wannabes, dude. Wannabes are, they're from Seattle? Washington, at least. Yeah. And, dude, they're fucking killer. The album that John put out's been... It's out of print. But hopefully oh, he... okay. Hopefully he represses it. But, man, it is it is fucking gold. I think anyone who's heard that record is an instant fan and just waiting for more. And I think this record might be it. Like, I don't think they're... They're not round. They don't have any songs left. I don't I don't think. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. But um, <laughs> the song... That song that I wanted to do is called... It's actually not even my favorite from the record, but I... When I heard it, I thought I had to choose, and I thought you would like this song a little bit more, because it's—I don't know why. I don't know why I would. Why I thought that, but it's called "Coming After You," and uh, oh yeah, it's great, dude.
I don't know why I thought you would like it more. Maybe it's, it's a little bit. The other song's not. It's not a light song at all or anything. It's just this song's a little bit on the more aggressive end, I guess. Yeah, it's a little, a little more balls to the wall, just straight out. Yeah, rock and roll. Yeah, they have a cool sound too. Great vocals and a very uh, raw guitar sound. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think I think that one was actually my preference of the two. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's a hard one for me. I I listened to these four songs uh, half a dozen times this weekend, and it's going to be like maybe the split of the year. Yeah, it was. <laughs> no offense. I mean, the two songs, the two songs I heard were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those two songs are amazing, for sure. Yeah, I think the record comes out. It's actually uh, it's going to be available at Mom's Basement Fest. So I wanted to squeeze them in there. This episode will be out before Mom's Basement Fest, which is uh, Saturday. Yeah, I can't so, wait. Are you it's going? Be awesome. You're going? Yeah, we're going. Ah, oh, dude. Yeah, I was disappointed to hear you weren't going. I was hoping to. I got a mental list of people I'd like to meet, and you're one of the on there. So, damn. But. Well, yeah. nah, I wish I was going, dude. I'm disappointed that I'm not going. It'd be a blast. Oh, yeah. we uh, There's four of us going down. Jordy, he uh, he's driving us. And then Eric, the bass player from the Vapids, is coming with us. And Ken Painter from uh, out west. Cool. Yeah. he's he, He's flying into Hamilton. And we're picking him up there as we drive by him and eric eric lives in hamilton too so that's awesome and then the four of us are gonna head down i've been to hamilton it's cool but uh yeah i think you i think i remember you saying you drove through london or you might have stopped in london at some point too my favorite city in canada is actually london love it yeah i don't know that's why. awesome <laughs> it's a it's a pretty good city i think a lot of the people that live here like to bang it a bit but it's it's a good city I remember before I ever went there, I used to see uh, maybe in Maximum Rock and Roll, Hit List, whatever zine, I would see Call the Office, like the schedule of shows. Oh, yeah, the place was insane. And I would be like, God damn, this is like, because I was going to shows at the Concert Cafe in Green Bay, and their schedule was off the charts. And then I look at uh, Call the Office, and I'm like, if I'm ever there, I got to go see a show at this place just, just to go there to see what it's like. And the first time I was in... In London, I was by myself. I roll in in the afternoon, and I immediately I'm looking for that place, and no show, <laughs> no show oh. that night. It was a weird like maybe like a Sunday or something, you know what I mean? So it was kind of an yeah. off night, but nothing was happening, and I was so bummed. How long ago was that? Oh, forever. Um, twenty years. Yeah, I know. For a while, when we we used to practice there, they had a. Uh... The first floor was your main level, bar, bands. Second floor was like the offices for the uh, the business. And on the third floor, there was about six or eight band rooms that they rented out to practice in. So yeah, we uh, we spent a lot of time in that building. Cool. And they, when, when we first started practicing there, it was seven days a week. It was either some kind of a DJ night, which was always popular, or there was bands. That was a main stop for everybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's we look we. Uh, it's closed now, unfortunately. Yeah. But when they Tony had put posters up on the walls of all the past uh, like monthly show listings, 
and you could walk around and you just be like, wow, like they played here, they played here. <laughs> and it was like, why wasn't I at that show? Yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah, it's insane. Yeah, dude, that's, I, I just, I, that was the one of the places that I always really wanted to go to just because everybody was playing there and I, I felt like, you know, it's not a very big city. It's bigger than my city, but it's, it's no Toronto. But um, no, I felt like it, it had to have been a special place if every band was stopping there, you know? Yeah, I think we were kind of lucky. It was a nice place to stop in between Detroit and Toronto. Yeah, yeah. Perfectly in between. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's two hours either way. Yeah. Dude, I, I, I remember stopping there. and I, I fucking loved, I don't know why I liked it so much. I think I just wanted to like, I wanted to like that city so much that I just did. I went to a, like a couple record stores. I don't remember the names, but one of them was like a skateboard shop, maybe upstairs, like second floor or something. Oh yeah, Crazy Joe's boardroom. Maybe that was it. Maybe they sold uh, records there. Like not many though. They, it was a <laughs> uh, a dual business. Uh, the record store part was owned by a guy named Mike Todd, a good friend of ours. He, uh, yeah, he he was actually one guy that brought all kinds of bands to the city back in the 90s and he had a radio show that got a lot of us younger kids into the punk rock and yeah so yeah he had like half the store or three quarters and uh this other guy mike's bulge had a skateboard shot up there we used to spend hours up there and then the other store was um it was downtown somewhere and it was great and i remember i bought a, a sorrows record there and I was like, well, this looks cool. I'm going to buy this. I think it's Canadian. Yeah. Try to remember what store, what else would have been down there? It was like a more of a real record store feel, you know. They have used stuff in there? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was packed. Okay. It, it was probably Dr. Disc. No idea. Yeah. I was trying to think. I think, I think I'm, I'm looking at uh, probably 99 I was there. Yeah, I, I would have probably Dr. Disc. It was a pretty, it was a huge staple in downtown for years. Cool. Unfortunately, it's gone too. Well, that sucks. Yeah, our, our downtown's like been decimated with company or, yeah, businesses, companies moving out and people just not going down there. Yeah, that sucks. People grow up yeah. and they stop, they stop doing shit like that, you know? Yeah. Well, thankfully, Mike's still in business. He moved out of downtown and... He's about ten minutes outside, and he's his record store is still just booming. What's that? Is that is that Speedball or whatever? Speed City Records. Speed City yeah. Speedballs. <laughs> Speed yeah. City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool, man. Yeah, he's doing really well. So, you guys used to practice at Call the Office. Was that Johnny Terrian? Yeah. So, how long has Johnny Terrian been around? Uh, I think we played our first show in '96. Holy fuck. Yeah. That's insane, dude. How do you wait? Um, I don't know. When the album came out in, like, what, I think it was five years 20, ago? Yeah. We just, Slow yeah, down. we just, like, <laughs> practice. We just go practice and play songs. And it was almost a maybe subconscious head approach to it. We kind of stay under the radar. Yeah. <laughs> you, you've certainly managed that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it was good to get get the record out and do something. I think we were kind of at that point where it's like, well, we should do something. 
other because we had, we had uh, one other seven inch out that we released, and uh, you're gonna love this. Uh, there's a couple copies at Interpunk. Really? The, the uh, yeah. are you talking the uh, the first seven inch? Yeah, the first seven inch. That's the only place you can get a copy is on Interpunk right now. You know what I'm gonna do, right? <laughs> I'm gonna order it right now, dude. Are you? <laughs> Let's see yeah, if I, I think, get it. Yeah. I sent them a couple copies, and I don't even know if... Well, I think we, I think they take, like, two or three, and they sold, and sent a couple more, and they never sold. But, yeah, so that was that was, came out in, I think, around 2010. Dude, I don't know if you heard the Interpunk thing I did, but... Yeah, that's why I said you're gonna... <laughs> Dude, I was... You're gonna love this. <laughs> I was so disappointed when I, that package showed up. I was like... Yeah. I only really did that ex not you know expecting not to get anything and uh just to make them kind of look bad because you know they're dicks and uh they actually yeah, I don't came think through I've ever bought anything <laughs> um they owe me money whatever it doesn't matter but i just i i was in shock that i got it couldn't believe it so but that's crazy do you guys have like a ton of songs that aren't recorded because you've been around for no. 25 years and <laughs> no we we go through spurts yeah there's there's a bunch of songs that we don't play at all anymore that never got recorded and some newer some of the newer songs are a little different than some of the older songs are a little shorter. I think on the album you can tell some of the newer songs are the shorter for sure. The album's great, man. There's some there's some some bona fide hits on that thing. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Our singer Paul rates 99%, if not 100%. We'll we'll help out with some lyrics here and there but for the most part whatever's done is out of his head i can't remember who who sent me that somebody I, maybe it was you somebody sent me or maybe it was jordan i don't remember i, I remember jordan talking about it talking about oh, you guys yeah. to me like you gotta check these guys out and by the time i got around to doing it i think one of you guys had sent me the album oh yeah that probably would have been me it's like the shortest record I got, one of them, you know. But um, yeah, dude, I fucking dig it. Do you want to kiss? Is like one of the great songs, you know.
Love it. Yeah, that's actually a cover. That's a cover? That's a cover, yeah. Uh, I'm a dick. I don't know. It's, you know what? Uh, there's a guy named Kevin K. Uh, he's fantastic. He's lived, I think he was originally from Michigan, and he's just moved back there, and yeah, he was great. He's had whole kinds of bands over the years, and yeah, it was off one of his albums. Well, Kevin I didn't know K that. and the Cool Cats. <laughs> That's cool. Well, you know, someday some somebody's gonna listen to that suck split with you guys and hear uh, "I Lost My Mind," and they'd be like, "That's the greatest suck song ever." And someone's yeah. gonna say, "That's a cover, dude." And oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's yeah they they killed that song. I prefer the original, just because when I start, oh really yeah when I start hearing it, it's like I I'm just used to you guys, you know, because it sounds oh yeah it's not like it's dramatically different or the production's better anything like that it's just it's right on par so i'll listen to you guys do it you know nice thank you <laughs> um by the way i can't get on interpunk.com oh really it's just not letting me get on maybe hmm. they called their quits finally yeah you got the last package <laughs> shipped out of there <laughs> i broke them so yeah <laughs> cool cool yeah but no dude um i always wanted to go to call the office so let me ask you well, how big was that place? Um, it wasn't huge, that's for sure. I think it held 300 people, and that was, like, packed. Okay, okay. It was it was a unique design in there, too, because it used to be, like, the building itself from the 1800s. It was uh, a hotel at one point. Hmm. And so there was, like, a man's side and a woman's side bar. <laughs> so, and then when they tore it down and put it together... I left a couple weird beams here and there and but yeah it was the acoustics in it were just phenomenal. Hmm. That's awesome. The place here that I've talked about before it's called the warehouse. It's an old uh I think it was like an old department store and it's actually it's on the third story and the second story the guy owns the whole place but the second story is like they used to they used to do a record shop in there there used to be like some a clothing shop like a game room kind of thing they used to have bands practice in there so it's very similar to i probably call the office yeah 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 because actually even call the office at the end they had a a pinball bank there There there's about eight pinball machines lined up and cool it was yeah it was a really neat addition that's cool that they had bands practice in there, though, because when I was in high school, we used to practice at this place. So after school, there was, like, my band and, like, four or five other bands all going at the same time. And it was like, oh yeah. I mean, I can't believe the guy didn't go crazy, you know? He must have just, like, he loved it because how, why, I don't know how you could put up with that. Because we were in all the same, it was, like, metal and punk and industrial or whatever it was, you know? But all going blaring at the same fucking time. The hallways must have just. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. They. Uh, I think that's why they stuck those rooms up on the third floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The only the only thing that was a real downer was having to carry all your gear up three flights of stairs when we did play there. Yeah, dude. That's a. It's so weird because that's like parallel lives here because the place here, that was that's kind of what they're known for is the place with, the place with the steps. You know, that's what yeah. people always say. <laughs> that's crazy yeah i remember when uh i was in high school and super chunk played here it was a super chunk and peg boy show which was oh, like wow. huge i mean it was a big deal here but it was early on in the like the places when they most of the bands were local or regional and then he started getting some bigger stuff and of course super chunk 
and uh, we waited around. So me and my buddies after school sat up there and just looked out the window and waited for Super Chunk to roll up, and we all ran out there and helped them carry their gear. <laughs> and we That's loved it. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. <laughs> I think it was like the only time I ever did that. It's like, fuck this. Yeah. I'm not going to do this again. <laughs> yeah, especially when you get used to having to carry your own gear for a little bit. It's just like, yeah, I got my stuff. That's good. Yeah, yeah. All right, dude, so I, I sent another song to you. I got I to gotta space these out. I don't like doing these, uh, playing these songs all in the beginning. Yeah. Or wait until the end, because then I forget. So, so you listen to the other song, too? The Young Hasselhoffs? I did. Have you heard them before? I had not. That was my first time. Okay. So, I had heard of them, but never... I find with these podcasts, most of my car driving time is taken up listening to podcasts now. <laughs> There's yours and a couple other ones, and yeah, it's just like always a podcast. And I'm like, oh, I need to find time to listen to Music? new bands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude, I'm opposite. I try not to listen to podcasts because, I don't know, I, I when I'm at work is really the only time I get to listen, and I usually just want to listen to music, you know? Yeah. Young Hasselhoffs, dude. This band has been around since late 90s. This is like, I don't know if the comeback, I don't know if they've been here the whole time and just not playing. Anyways, this record, dude, is it's going to be on Mom's Basement, of course, and it's killer. The production is, it's insane how slick this record is. It's like a Green Day record. Yeah, I know, it was, I was pleasantly surprised at how good that track was. Yeah, so... I wasn't, I wasn't 100% sure what to expect. I figured, obviously, it'd be along the same lines, but yeah, it was... I was very happy you sent that one. Yeah, so uh, they, they said I got the exclusive on it. I'm like, oh, I hope it's a good one. I hope it's a good one. And I put it on. I'm like, this song fucking rocks. And, yeah. And I got the whole album, too. And it's I don't. It's one of my favorites on the album. So it, it's right up there with, you know, this is the shit I love. So anyways, the song's called Turnaround. Turnaround, I think it's going to turn around. Think fast before we run aground. Looking for a turnaround Turnaround It's not about a proven ground Not asking to be safe and sound Just can you make it turn around Turn around Yeah, that it doesn't make a sound Dig down into the underground 
this album is really good. Uh, the end of it's a little surprising. It's a little, uh, it's a little mellow, softer album, some acoustic stuff, but it's good. It's cool. I think mm. people are going to dig it. Like I said, their first record was like late nineties and they sound better than they sound better than before, but the dude's voice just doesn't, it's awesome. I don't know. He's got a really unique voice too. He's got some weird yeah. accents and stuff that he says, but they're from Nebraska. So, oh yeah. Uh, you know, I go to, I go to the states quite a bit, and it always I love the different accents when you're going around. Even like Port here on Michigan's an hour from where we are. Yeah, yeah. And it it's different there and different than Detroit or wherever else we've been. I didn't want to say anything, but you left me a voice message earlier today. And oh yeah. I hadn't heard you talk, and I told my wife. I said, "This guy is the most Canadian guy I've ever heard in my life." <laughs> that accent dude and i just laughed i'm like yep this guy's definitely canadian <laughs> that's hilarious yeah even uh uh john from mom's basement the first time i met him it was just like wow that's he's got a pretty heavy accent too you think so i, I think so people say i have an accent i, I don't really it. notice it on you as much maybe it's because i'm used to it from the listening to the podcast i'll tell you a story i went to uh the first time I was ever in Toronto, I stopped off and I was by myself and I was just looking for a record store. And I stopped at just a neighborhood drugstore and I walked in. I don't know if I just, the pretty girl at the counter, I asked her maybe for a map or a phone book and she asked me what I was looking for and I said, I'm looking for a record store, you know, record stores. And she, of course, was like, oh, my boyfriend works at one and blah, blah, blah. And and then she said, hey, are you from, you're from the States, right? And I said, yeah. She's like, are you from Minnesota? And I'm like, fuck <laughs> no. I'm like, I'm from Wisconsin, you know? So right next door. She's like, I could tell. And I was like, no way. I'm like, I had no idea that I sounded Minnesota, you know? Yeah. I'll take it, though. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, no. I think uh, for my, yeah, your, your accent's way less noticeable for me than anybody else or cool. a lot of other places. I find Ohio's got a good one, too. Yeah, I don't... See, I think they sound normal. Ohio, Illinois, Indiana, like, I, I feel like I'm at home there. Yeah. It's that yeah, East I've Coast never... shit that really throws me off. Those Jersey guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like the Sopranos. <laughs> I, li- I kind of like it, but it's just, you can definitely tell. And the guys down south, too, that's shits. Yeah. I, that's I... the only place we've been asked semi-silly questions was down in Virginia. What kind of questions they ask you down there? Uh, just, we were down there, it was May. It was like 90 degrees Fahrenheit, and the guy's <laughs> like, oh, where are you from? So we told him, and he was just like, oh, this must be pretty warm for you. It's like, well, not really. It's <laughs> comparable to where we are, because where we are in Ontario is like further south than I think about the top third of the U.S., yeah, I think you're more south than I am. I think so, yeah. We kind of... I, I remember looking it up as a kid, and I think, like, the southernmost tip of Ontario is almost in line with the northernmost part of California. How's it there today? Uh, today it was actually a little colder. Yeah? Uh, I'm trying to think. It was about 15 degrees Celsius here, so I think that's maybe... That's in the 70s, I think. That's kind of warm, I think. Yeah, Dude, I like the heat. Friday here was like 50s. Sweatshirt weather is awesome. 
Uh, Today was actually warmer, and I'm like, fucking, I'm not taking my sweatshirt off. I'm wearing my sweatshirt. <laughs> that's I don't funny. care if it's 70. Yeah, no, I'm I'm a heat guy. Yeah, not we, me. We get it in where, because of the way the Great Lakes wrap around Ontario. Yeah. Uh, when it gets really hot, it gets really humid. But, yeah. And it feels like it's 10 degrees hotter. And everybody, I work at a machine shop, and everybody's always just crying. I'm just like, oh, this is perfect what are you talking about <laughs> just sweating it's like wait till winter when it's you got to push your car and shovel your car out of the snow then that's what i always think about <laughs> what's your favorite great lake um you know what I, it's probably lake huron yeah is there a dirty one or a clean one uh lake Huron. well i'm not sure about now it lake huron used to be super clean uh we used to go to a beach about three hours from here it was pretty north up and it was always clean hmm. but i think actually lake huron as it comes further south can get a little more of some of the pollution in it and i think it gets shut down once in a while in the summer really yeah i'm not really near i'm, I'm by the mississippi okay and that's worse than any of that shit so mississippi's dirty like yeah. really dirty full of bodies and shit yeah no not all the lakes around here aren't that bad yet hmm. hopefully they don't get that bad <laughs> i like lake superior i like going up there oh yeah i don't know pretty random huh favorite great lake. yeah let's rank great em. lakes <laughs> uh that's the that's one of the pleasures of being more in north right yeah 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 i don't think there's you can't talk about that if you're in the mid to, middle of the states have you been to sudbury I have. It's been a long time. I had family there for a while, but I totally remember going to Sudbury as a kid. Sebastian Bach is from Sudbury. Yeah, and I think he lived in Guelph for a while, too. I don't know where that is. <laughs> uh, it's. I'm trying to remember my directions. It's west of Toronto, a little closer to London. You'd have to go through Guelph to get to Toronto from London. For some reason, I drove, like, one of my trips up there, I drove, like, through the UP. And then over to Sudbury, like Sault Ste. Marie, yeah, I think. And then um, Sudbury and then Ottawa, Montreal. But um, yeah. you been to Thunder Bay? No, I've never been that far. I was the first, uh, my first trip to Canada was Thunder Bay. Um, this is forever ago. But uh, my wife and I drove up because she was under 21. So she had to get oh, that okay. drinking in, you know. And yeah. um, we went to Thunder Bay. And it was literally like I was in Strange Brew. <laughs> It was like a, it was like a time warp, you know, thirty years prior. Felt really weird. I don't know. Yeah. How long did it take you to get there from where you are? I think it's like six hours. Yeah. I think from here it's like ten. But there was a cool bar there. Um, I think I asked KJ about it, and I think they had played there. Chick Stiggett had played there, but it was like the only bar we went to. I man, it's called the Apollo, I think. And we managed okay. to find, like, the punk bar in Thunder Bay, and there was a Chick you know, Stiggett sticker on the bar. And I was like, we I think we're I here. remember <laughs> you, this story from when you were talking to him last, was last summer. Yeah, yeah. it was. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, so, but other than that, Thunder Bay, man, if you want to go back in time to uh, the Strange Brew days, that's where you go, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of those northern towns are still pretty, that's, yeah, old that's, school. That's cool, though, man. Yeah, I don't know. it feels just weird when you're there. I don't know. Where'd uh, where'd Johnny Terrian come from? What's that? Um, 
That came <laughs> from a A-Team episode, actually. No shit. Yeah. It's, uh... There was an episode, and actually we found out many years later that the name was wrong. It was actually Turian. Oh. <laughs> but, but yeah. So he was the he was the sleaze ball of the episode. Cool. And he was he was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. And That's... then all and Marky Post was in it. The chick from uh, Night Court. Yeah, I love her. Yeah. Yeah, she died. Yeah. Like last year, I think. Yeah, I, I remember seeing that. I was bummed. Uh, Night yeah. Court was one of my favorite shows growing up. Loved it, dude. I think they're doing a reboot of that. I think they're rebooting it. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah, I f- try to stay away from most reboots Yeah, myself. So check this out. I, I This is pretty random. Friday night, I turn on Netflix, and I see this Jeffrey Dahmer movie on. I don't know if you've seen, seen it, but I'm like, oh, I'll watch that. So I watched it for about a... Uh, I watched like the first episode. It's a yeah. series. And I was like, well, that's cool. But then like my kid came out and we ended up watching something different. But then uh, later on, I, I'm like just flipping through whatever. And The Ringer was on. You know that Johnny Knoxville movie? I'm trying and to I, remember. It's that one where he, he tries to rig the Special Olympics. Oh, yes. I remember that so movie. So I'm like, I'll watch that. I haven't seen that in 20 years, you know. So I so I whatever it was I, I play it and i didn't realize but his name was jeffy dahmer jeffy with an o crazy i watched the jeffrey that... dahmer series and then i turned on that movie like what are the odds of that yeah yeah i watched the f- most of the first episode friday night too what'd you think of, of it the... it was pretty good it was a little slow yeah very slow but uh, I'm, I'm anxious to see the rest of it to see if it <laughs> picks up at all yeah it's kind of weird because like, I remember the news reports. Yeah. So it's like, oh, wow, this is it's kind of surreal, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, my daughter's like, oh, does this ha- actually happen like this? Like, well, from what I remember from the news, <laughs> yeah, it did. I love how we're talking about a guy who killed, I don't know, however many people, ate them, chopped them up, kept skulls in a, you know, under his bed yeah. or whatever, and you're like, it's kind of slow. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, but I always thought it was cool because he was a Wisconsin guy. Support oh, the local yeah, yeah. guys, right? You know. Yeah. Ed Gein, you know who Ed Gein is? Oh yeah. He's from. He was born in my city. Oh really? So yeah, yeah, totally true. I actually, I saw his birth certificate once. I had the opportunity to steal it, I guess, but I didn't. Oh wow. I mean, I, I don't know if I thought about it at the time, but I think about it now. Like if I would have stole that. Could have been eBay gold, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Could have sold it to uh, Zach Baggins. What's that? You know that guy? No. Oh, Zach Baggins is like a ghost hunter. Okay. And he's got a museum in Las Vegas, which is like my favorite city in the world. And he actually has one of uh, a cauldron that he used to cook his victims in. Really? Hanging at the museum. He's got all kinds of <laughs> bizarre, macabre stuff in there. And Crazy. Yeah, he's always buying just random, weird serial killer stuff and just general stuff that's supposed to be haunted. and Nuts. Yeah, he's got it in this museum in Vegas. I don't know, yeah, man. He... I could collect shit like that. Yeah, it's weird, man. There's this actual serial killer room. And he's got, like, a painting that Charles Manson had done. 
and a painting John Wayne Gacy had done and a couple other things and it's just like wow this is just bizarre just didn't feel right yeah I always thought it would be cool to have like a haunted house with like different rooms with different serial killers like you'd have to walk through Jeffrey Dahmer's apartment walk through Ed Gein's house shit like that yeah. And the deal would be you got to go alone. Like, even if you're on a date, you can't go oh. as a couple. You got to go alone. <laughs> wow. That'd be fun. I couldn't do it. I, I'm a I'm total wuss when it comes to stuff like that. I just, ugh. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I can do it. I'm either. fascinated by it. Yeah. To be in submerged in it in a room is different. <laughs> Much rather be on the couch with Netflix. Yeah. Hey, speaking of... Uh, Friday, Friday, the new uh, Mangy's album came out. Do you, do you check it out? I have ordered it. It's on my way. I uh, Sometimes I'll listen to them on, I'll stream some of the newer albums, and sometimes I just wait for the vinyl. Yeah. I ordered it last week, and hopefully it'll be here Tuesday, Wednesday of this week. Dude, I, I, for some reason, I, I didn't order it. I, I forgot. Like, I knew it was coming, and I love that band, but I forgot to order it, and then Friday came, and I hit up John. You know, I'm like, save me a Mangy's record. He's like, sold out. I'm like, fuck. Really? So, so I ordered a couple copies from Striped, which is cool, which is fine. But um, I, I guess I could have went to Jimmy. Jimmy's probably getting yeah, some copies. Ju- yeah, that's where I got it. I was just going to say, you should have uh, hit Jim up. Yeah, I don't know why. I panicked. That happened with the Screeching Weasel record, too. I didn't order it right away. Oh, and it like yeah. sold out, so then I had to order from Striped, which I, I'll support Striped all day. It doesn't matter, but you just gotta wait a little longer, you know. Yeah, Pay a little bit more on the shipping. Yeah, shipping from Canada is ridiculous. <laughs> even in even in Canada, it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, I gotta hit Jim up. I got some new records. I gotta see if he'll carry them. I'm hoping. Oh he yeah, will. yeah. He uh, seems like he's doing well. I hope so, because yeah, you guys didn't have anything else before him. Seems like. Uh, nothing like that, no. Yeah, it was, I would, you'd have to go to your local st- shop and hopefully they had something. Yeah. Our, our place here with Speed City, Mike was really good. He usually got copies of any new stuff that he thought would be valuable, but it's still, sometimes a distro just isn't there. Yeah, yeah. I know Jim's also, he got a copy of another Mangy's, uh, the Florida EP. Yeah, yeah that I'd never been able to get up here, so that's going to be my next purchase. He's getting stuff in that I thought was, like, out of print. Like, I know the the D-Cracks uh, live at Punk Rock Reduno record that I, like, co-released. Yeah. I thought that was, like, sold out, and all of a sudden I see him selling copies. I'm like, this guy's a magician. Yeah, I don't know if... Yeah, he... I don't know how he does it. <laughs> yeah, Did you ever go just... to his... Uh, I had Lasha on, and she told me that he used to have a store in Hamilton. Did you ever go there? Um, I was there once. Yeah. I bet it was cool, huh? Yeah, it was pretty wild. Hmm. And then, yeah, I think, because he recorded us once, and I think it was after the store was closed, and up, like up above on another floor, hmm. some practice spaces or something up there, and yeah, it was like a whole day thing we spent in Hamilton with him. He must have been, like, huge for you guys. Right? You were a huge Vapids fan growing up, I bet. Oh, yeah. Um, it's, it's funny because we kind of started around the same time, and I don't know. We played with the Vapids more times than I could ever count, probably. 
<laughs> over the years. So the, it's yeah, they're they're kind of like just the vapids for us. Yeah, they're they're buds, right, friends? Yeah, yeah. What did, what did uh, what did Jim think of you using the name Bad Lieutenants? Uh, I don't know. You know, I don't know if he ever really said. Because <laughs> uh, actually, the song came after. Oh no, shit. Yeah, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, because you guys were around forever. Yeah, it, it took me a second to connect that, but yeah, no, he. Uh, I'm an idiot. He spells out Johnny Terrian, doesn't he? We yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, he came up and I can't remember for what reason, but he came up to a practice one night and he was hanging out with us. I called the office and then all of a sudden, Charm School came out and there's a song about us on there. Our choice of beer and being at call of the office. What's your choice of beer? Uh, it's called the Bat Fifty. It's an ale. It's it's a stronger beer for sure. Most people don't overly enjoy the ales, but I would say ninety five percent of the punk rockers drink it. I wouldn't. I like the Bat <laughs> Blue Light. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's <laughs> there are opposite ends of the spectrum for sure. All my Blue American light. friends call it Canadian piss. Yeah, I've never. I wonder if it's brewed here. It's probably brewed in the states, I would imagine. I think it's brewed there, dude. I don't think it's oh, here. It's... I went on a brewery tour there. At Labatt's? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and then I went to a Japanese garden. Is that still there? Big Japanese um, garden somewhere in London. I think I know the place you were talking about. No, it's gone. It's been. Oh. It burnt down quite a while ago. Burnt down? Uh, How do you burn a garden down? Was Was it like a restaurant? No, no, no. It's like a oh, okay. like a nature walkthrough kind of. Oh, because there was a place called Aso Garden. Oh, and it was like a Japanese restaurant. <laughs> no, so that's what I was thinking. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know, but I'm blown away that for some reason I just assumed you guys stole that from the Vapids. But yeah, you guys have been around longer than that, so that's really cool. Yeah, actually, like Paul and his other band, they went to Bur- Hamilton or Burlington and. We're playing a show, and I think that's that's Paul met Jim up there, and he brought. I'm pretty sure he brought them down to London for the first time when they, whenever that was. I think the first CD might have been out already by the time they came to London the first time. So yeah, we've we've been friends a long time. Yeah, that's crazy. Speaking of Vapid, um, did you hear the new Dan Vapid in the Cheats record that came out Friday? I have not. I just actually noticed it came out yesterday or today. I saw it. It's a little disappointing. Oh. I mean, I don't want to rag on it, but I was, I always expect more. I want Riverdale's Dan Vapid. Yeah, Riverdale's. <laughs> Even, I don't know, he's done so much good shit. I just, I have, the, the album didn't grab me. I'll give it, a, I'll give it another couple listens, you know? Yeah. I find usually you give it a couple days, and if you listen again and it's not grabbing you, then probably not gonna. Although there's been a couple, I remember over the years, it's like, well, why didn't I listen to this when it came out? Oh, yeah. But not but not very many. I love when that happens to me, you know? Remember when you were a kid and you would discover, like, a band, and you'd have their whole back catalog? Like, when I discovered, like, Dinosaur Jr., I like had three albums I had to go back and buy, or Husker Du, I had to go buy everything. I love yeah. that. Whereas now it's like when I discover a band and like I always pass on them. I'm like, wait, I gotta go back and buy all their shit now, you know? Yeah. I love that feeling because it's actually you get excited to do it. 
Whereas oh, yeah. now you're just waiting for the next record. Like if somebody were to discover the Vapids tomorrow and they love them, they got a lot of shit to look forward to, you know? That oh, whole yeah. back catalog is huge. Yeah, they, they're, and there's a lot of 7 inches that uh, you probably can't even get anymore. There's a lot of good stuff from them, man. Yeah. See, they, they sure. got something else coming out this year, don't they? Yeah. Some reissued? Some, uh, I think it's an unreleased recording session. Yeah. Some unreleased songs that they had done, and yeah, I think it's coming out soon. I saw a post from him today. He had a picture of his guitar and a mic'd up amp and said he was doing something. Hmm. That's cool. More solo. I'll take it. Yeah, oh yeah, solo, That sure. last solo record was dynamite, man. I loved it. Oh, yeah. Intense. Get off my lawn, Jimmy Vapid stuff, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. You know, last Friday was Mangies and Vapid on the same day, and that Mangies record is, is so good. My favorite Mangies record. Oh, Maybe really? that played played into me not really digging on the Vapid record so much. Yeah. Know? I mean, that's, that's a pretty big statement. There's some good... It's that good. I mean... Wow. I mean, I'm I'm guilty of that, just getting overly excited. I thought about it before I said it the first time. I think it is the best Mangy's record. Wow. Oh, I can't wait for it to show up then. <laughs> I... yeah. It's cool, man. I think you'll dig it. You'll dig it. I mean, so, the last one was really good, too. They did the split with the McCrackens on Amp Records. That was out of, like, Hamilton, wasn't it? Wasn't Amp? Yes. Of... Yeah. Yeah, Amp, uh, yeah, Amp was out of Hamilton. That was a long time ago, dude. Yeah, I didn't even know about that. You didn't know that? No, I didn't know about that split. The collection of Manji songs is, I think, the best. I know they don't like that. I know I mentioned it to Andrea, and he's like, no way. <laughs> you know? But I wow. love the songs on there. They're so good. Love yeah, that I'm very, I'm very curious now. Split with the McRackens. CD only, I think, though. Yeah, I think Amp only did CD at that time. Yeah, that was it, though. You know, 2000. I have... For a, yeah, for a long time, that was just what you got, right? CDs. Yeah, when we were in high school, the vinyl was the cheap shit, right? Like yeah. $7 for an LP or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you got laughed at. Why are you buying the record when you can buy the CD? Dude, my, my buddy and I used to like trade records, go to school, and you have to carry an LP around all day. <laughs> oh, my God. It was the worst. When you get a 10-inch or a 7-inch or something, you could store those in your locker, but yeah. LPs, nope. Had to carry them around all day. Wow, that's awesome. So, when, hey, when Call the Office closed, did that leave this huge void for you guys? Like, no more practice space, no more shows, or were there other shows um, and shit happening? We'd actually moved out of there for practicing quite a few years ago, so it didn't affect that much, but it um, there, there's other places to play. Yeah. It didn't totally um, kill the scene, though, did it? No, there's um, a place... Another place called the Music Hall that kind of was taking, getting some of the bigger bands coming through now anyways. Cool. So, and then there's a couple small bars around that have shows on the weekend, every weekend pretty much. And then there was the Probably House, which is just basically a house for house shows. And and actually recently we got something similar to the West Side Bowl started in London the one place called Palisade, it's a bowling alley, and they started cool. having bands a couple of, or a couple of years ago. So, yeah, until recently, they actually the stage was above the bowling, so it was kind of weird. For a little while, they had people bowling under the bands, and then they put a floor in. And <laughs> wait, now wait, they just how, how do you bowl off. above the bowling alley? 
they bowled underneath the stage. Sorry. Okay. So they built they like literally put the stage across about three lanes. Was it open? Like when you're bowling, you could see the bands. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, it was it was neat. I don't I don't think it lasted very long with them actually having the bowling underneath the bands, <laughs> but it it was really neat at the huh. first time I saw it. So you're rolling into Westside Bowl next weekend, like you guys. This ain't nothing. We used to bowl under the bands, not next to them. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm interested to see there's the setup, how they have it there, how how much bigger it is. You see Bowl's video of that place? Yeah, it looks huge. Looks really cool. The two floor. There's a downstairs and an upstairs and other checkered, rooms. Checkered floor. I saw that. Yeah. I watched a video on the uh, Youngstown Mafia stuff. Oh and, yeah. Uh, yeah, it sounds like Youngstown was like a little battlefield for the mobsters back in the day. Ooh, cool. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I never didn't know that. Yeah, Bo, Bo went into it with me and just told me all about it. I had no idea. Hmm. Lot, lots of mob history there. So, I don't know. It's cool. That is a, that's super cool. So, who are you looking forward to uh, at Mom's Basement Fest the most? Uh, I would have to say the Suck. I think you're right, dude. They've never played. Yeah, it's... It, like Bo said, I don't know, they might never play again, so it's kind of... I remember when it came out, I said to Jordy, if the sucker playing, we gotta go. <laughs> yeah. And then... But the rest of the lineup's actually worth going hands down also, so... I don't know, man. I think you're right, though. The suck. Jasons, of course. Horror section. Yeah. Cobra flops. I hope I get to see meet the Jasons, because for some reason, I think they played in London, and I saw them once long time like quite a few years ago now but i'm not a hundred percent sure you don't remember them <laughs> the well, guys with the masks <laughs> i know I, I think i remember seeing them but i'm not uh. sure if it was if it's in my head that i wanted them to come maybe dude i have but memories yeah. like that too like i swear i saw a band but i'm like i don't remember seeing them but they played you know yeah. some shows are just a blur you know, and when you go to so many shows over the years, things easily just blend. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm really excited for Mom's Basement Fest, and I'm not even going because I just feel like, you know, we need a fest like that, like a really cool fest again. And I think yeah. if, if, if it's going to happen, it's it's going to be John's. You know. And yeah. Hopefully, be nice if next year it's two nights and maybe bring a couple more international bands down. Yeah, dude. A couple nights, especially for you guys that are traveling so far. Yeah. How long is it? Five, six hours? I think it's five from where Jordy lives. Cool. So and so four from Hamilton when we pick up the other two guys. So it's not too bad. I got to get him on the show too, Jordan, sometime. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's a great guy. He uh, He's just passionate about the music, and it's fantastic. What are you drinking? What is that? That's a huge can. It's uh, Sapporo. It's a Japanese beer. It's a uh, half liter, so I don't know what that is in ounces. It looks big. It is. It's um. It's like half gallon. <laughs> it's like a can and a half. What's the alcohol on it? Five percent. Is that normal for them? I don't. know. That's the only one I usually get. Where do you buy that at? Is there a, you got a store there? Yeah, we just got our LCBO, the Liquor Control Board. So you get your hard liquor there, and they have a beer section for like some imported, different imported stuff. 
So you can get that and a lot of German beers and other European beers. And then we also have a beer store, which has all mainly all the domestic stuff. And they have some of the import stuff too. Do they have any beer stores like they had in Strange Brew? Where you order and then it comes out on the conveyor belt? Is that Oh yeah, that's, that's still... what they're that all that's what they're all like in Ontario. So when you go in you just or you don't actually like walk around and pick it out, you just have to tell them? Um, well, there is some now that have switched over to like uh, pick your own, yeah. but there is still the majority where you go and you order and they send it out on the rollers. That's crazy. Yeah. I want to go to one. Yeah, they're, they're, uh... Is there like a menu, like at a fast food restaurant, you know? Yeah, um, I'm trying to remember. It's gone all digital now, I think, but there used to be a wall that just had whatever was in stock, a bottle like an actual bottle and an actual can of it on the wall with the price underneath it and yeah you just go up and you want a case of whatever and (laughs) that's they roll they they roll it out on the rollers that's amazing I, i gotta go to one now i remember uh there was one band from chicago that came up and they went like a few times just because they were so blown away by the beer store can't, oh, I wish I remembered what band it was. Do uh, Canadian cigarettes still have all that graphic shit on the uh, packaging? Yes. Yeah? It's gross. Oh, yeah. Really uh, deters people from wanting to smoke. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, it was... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it At first, that didn't bother me when I used to smoke. And it didn't take too long. It's just like, man, I don't need to see this all the time. <laughs> Yeah, I remember thinking it was so cool, like, back in the day, like, when I was 18, my buddy came back from Canada, you know, and he's like, look at this, and I'm like, that's fucking weird, you know? Yeah. Our cigarette, that marketing campaign is off the charts. You know, ours is like a fucking camel. These guys got, like, blackened lungs. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hearts and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I thought that was weird, but uh, I remember buying cigarettes up there and bringing them back just to show people. Like, look what they have in Canada. <laughs> you know? When those packs first came out, people would, like, trim out the warnings and, like, trade them. Because there was <laughs> only so many that would come out at a time. So when there was a new one, people would, yeah, have, like, collect the empty packs just to have all the different warnings. They should have uh, They should have uh, made it so when you open the pack, there's, like, a trading card. That's the thing. Yeah. It's like a trading card. <laughs> Actually, you know, I think there was one inside also. Like, just a little warning with a picture on it that matches the outside, if I remember correctly. It's been a long time since I smoked, so... Yeah, yeah. In all serious, though, it is a really good idea to do. A lot of guys just buy little plastic containers, too, and they'll just transfer them over. Oh, really? And then you don't... Yeah, you don't even have to see them any that way. I don't know anybody that smokes. I think it's kind of like... It's one of those things where people wised up and stopped. Yeah. For the oh, most yeah, for part. sure. I think at my work, there's only a few guys that everybody used to smoke, and then now there's only a couple of the older guys that still smoke. Yeah, it was just the norm. Absolutely, man. Remember jumping around in pits, trying to smoke (laughs) while moshing around, and it's just crazy. Yeah, yeah. Going home and leaving your clothes outside because it just reeks so bad of cigarette smoke. But it was something to do in between bands at shows. Yeah. You know? You could go out for a smoke, couple smokes, actually. Oh, yeah. And then, and then rush back as fast as you... Well, here it was like, because you got to run up all these stairs, you know? 
Yeah. <laughs> I actually haven't been to the, the club here. It's still here. It still does shows, but um, no, no good shows. You know, last time I was at a show was Smoking Popes played here. Oh, wow. And I might have been the only guy there that knew the Smoking Popes. Like 30 people there. Uh, <laughs> Nobody that's... cares, you know? Yeah, I've noticed in general live music's gone way down over the years. Yeah, I think I think with COVID it helped bring them back. You know, it seems yeah, like people are, sure. are really excited to go see shows again, but maybe a couple years they won't give a shit again, you know? Yeah, you get back into the <laughs> everyday life and then... Friday night coming like ah oh, it's gonna sit at Netflix watch Jeffrey Dahmer. I haven't been to a show since pre-COVID. Wow, and that's... Uh, just because we don't get anything good here, you know, I'm not gonna go see uh some shitty rock band play or some local shitty cover band. No. Yeah, yeah, I hear ya. It's hard to travel to Minneapolis or Chicago with kids and shit. So. Oh yeah, for sure. You taking your I kids have... down to the show? I actually have taken them uh, to a couple shows the last month or so. Yeah, uh, actually, there's a I don't know. We have a, all we also have a place called the Rec Room up here. It's kind of like a arcade restaurant, and they actually the guy that used to book at Call the Office been booking some shows there, and that's like the first time in forever that there's been all ages shows. Cool. I don't even. There's been a handful at like some of the bigger places over the years, but for the most part, they couldn't go anyways. Yeah. Yeah. So I was able to take my kid. Actually, we played there about a month ago, and my kids came, and they really liked it. And then, yeah, my son went with me a couple weeks in a row to see a couple other bands, and we were at Palisade last weekend, the other place, Social Bowl, see some local bands, and yeah, they really seemed to enjoy it. That's awesome, man. So, yeah. Yeah, dude. Well, you should live stream some of that uh, Mom's Basement Fest for me. You should uh, go. Yeah, I should. I gotta. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to think what I gotta do for data. Oh yeah, just take John's phone. Oh there we. Go. Yeah, that's what I should, I'll take Bo's phone. There you go. I think between like every band there and everybody, there should constantly be something being up. You know. Yeah, for at least a couple songs, right? Yeah, there's so many of these guys that post constantly. It's like, man, if I can get Chad Schick from the Covert Flops to just like stream two songs from. The suck and Bo can stream two songs from Covert Flops and we can jump around like that. I should have a pretty good night. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's a great <laughs> idea. <laughs> yeah. I'll talk to Bo when I get when I see him. Hopefully I get to see him. He sounds like he's gonna be pretty busy that weekend. Yeah, but he's a good guy, dude. He'll Oh yeah. He'll take time. You know what he looks like, right? So you <laughs> Oh yeah. Yeah, it was funny because we played with the Lebowski's once, like I don't know, twenty years ago. Wow, and that's cool. I hadn't seen them or really heard anything from them since. And then when Rat Bones was up here in Canada, he had came up to see them, and he right away came over and he was started talking. I mean, it was like we'd been friends the whole time. It was great. Where did you play with the Lebowskis at? Here or up there? Uh, up here in London, they came up and toured with the Vapids. I suppose back then it was a lot easier to get in to Canada. Yeah, you passports and shit, and yeah, it's, I hear it's a, it could be a complete nightmare. I don't have a, I've never had a passport, so when I used, I haven't been in Canada for a long time, but when I used to go up there, it was pretty easy. Yeah. What are you doing? You know, I'm going here. Okay. Welcome to Canada. Eh? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. My wife and I actually got stuck at the border at Detroit once. Pulled over, searched the car, that kind of stuff. Oh, really? Like yeah. coming into Canada? Yeah. No, no, coming into the States. Oh, going back? Yeah. It was really weird. It was like, I don't know, go ahead, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> those the guys, car? Take, they take no mercy on you. Yeah, I don't know. It was That was the only time there was ever an issue, you know? Hmm. And I've crossed at, I don't know, probably six six stops, six crossings. Never had a problem. Hmm. They're always cool as shit, except these dicks, you know, Yeah, Detroit. usually when you're going home, it's easy peasy. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember coming back from a couple trips, and I don't even think the border guard looked at us. Showed him her pass, gave him the passports. He's like, "All right, welcome home." I was like, "All right, see ya." Looking at my wife, like, "Did was it really that easy?" I was say, "I'm always nervous going across, getting up to the U.S. guards. They have a, some of them have a bit of an aura. They're a little intimidating." Yeah, I, I guess say. I would be nervous these days because, like, if I was going, if I was going to go to London to see like a cool show, I would be so nervous to drive. All that ways just to be fucking turned around, you know? Yeah. That would suck. Yeah, I think as long as you have some kind of legitimate plan, yeah, usually you're all right. So when you guys are, like, crossing the border, do you tell them that you're going to Youngstown for Mom's Basement Fest? Yeah, yeah. It'll just be, yeah, we're going guys' weekend. They're like, Youngstown? Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, that's cool though, man. I'm I'm jealous. I'm jealous. I wish I was going. So you're gonna have a blast, man. I know it. Yeah, I don't. I can't see how we won't. Buy John a beer for me. All right. I I sounded like he might have some. Uh, I can't remember. He was on a podcast not too long ago, and yeah, he sounded heard, like he yeah. was he was planning on having a couple. Yeah, him and Trisha because they weren't gonna do anything. They were gonna leave all the work to Bo. Yeah. And uh, somebody else was gonna run the merch tables. So they were just going to cut loose. They'll be passed out before before the last band. Yeah, and I think we're all staying at the same hotel, so... Oh, boy. It'll be interesting. Shenanigans, right? Yeah, I almost wish it was one more day in there to <laughs> kind of just re- have a extra fun night. Well, this way it feels like you got to squeeze in a lot of fun in one night. Whereas if you spread it over two, you can kind of take it easy. At least the yeah. first night, you know? Well, that's true. That's a good yeah. point. So are you guys seeing the whole show? Are you getting there at 4 o'clock or whatever to see Kelsey Bad Grammar? I would assume so. Yeah. Jordy's driving, so we're kind of at the mercy of the driver. <laughs> but I would imagine he'll want to get there as soon as possible. Yeah. He said he just flew back from Memphis today. I was like, damn. Yeah, he's an animal. He was at Riot Fest last weekend and then down to Goner Fest this week. Ah, uh, that's what it was. Okay, it's a pretty big, uh, pretty big week. Mom's Basement Fest is better than those other two fests. Well, actually, it's funny because I think <laughs> that's where Jordy met John. Was that Goner Fest? If I remember correctly, Jordy took a bunch of our records down for just to take down and hand out to some of the record stores down there, and he met John somehow. Yeah, is he gonna have a a merch booth at at Mom's Basement Fest or no? Uh, I don't think he's going to have a booth. He's just going to have the new 7-inch there. That's cool. That's cool. Well, Bo will have that for sure. Yeah, it'll be on Bo's table there. I sent a bunch of shit to Bo. He's going to have a bunch of my stuff there. Hopefully he doesn't get stuck hauling a big box home with him. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I would imagine. I mean, it's a perfect way to buy stuff, right? You can go and flip through stuff. Stuff you might not normally grab. Being there, it'd be like, oh yeah, I'll try that. I don't know what shipping's like in the States, but it, I know here it's ridiculous, so... Oh, we have media mail here, dude. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah, so you can send anything, any records for cheap. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I know, yeah. so Jimmy Vapid lives about three hours from me. He yeah. lives just the other side of Toronto, and it's 20 bucks to send two records to me. Oh, oh shit. That's yeah. awful. Here, yeah. that's about $4 with media wow. mail. Wow. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah, but it's media mail, so it's not, you know, it might take a week, maybe. That's not bad, though. But, dude, I've had some media mails show up, like, two days. Wow, that's awesome. It's wonderful, dude. It's for us. It's perfect. All right, dude. Well, I know it's getting kind of late for you. You should come back sometime, and we'll do uh, whatever you want to do sometime. Yeah, that'd be great. I don't care. I'm always open. Yeah. You know, I'm glad I could make t- uh, today happen. Sorry this weekend was sort of like... Uh, I felt like I left you hanging, but I just didn't know, you know, so I'm like... Oh, yeah, no, that I was fine. I mean, I was planning for it, and if it didn't work out, I was just going to watch a uh, new Game of Thrones show. I'm just glad yeah. I could make it happen, because usually when I say something at the end of an episode, it's it's just bullshit. Like, it's not going to happen, you know? Oh. So I'm, I'm glad <laughs> I made it happen, so cool. Yeah, no, this was fun. I was pretty nervous. Oh, yeah? I think it worked out pretty good. I am pretty intimidating, so... <laughs> yeah, super intimidating. No, like I said, it's nice because listening to the podcast, it's kind of like you know, or I know you, just from listening every week, right? Instead of just uh, going in completely well, not knowing anything about the person. Up until uh, I started listening to these podcasts, I had no idea there was such a big Ramones core, big for us. Po- like popularity in the states, right? And I then, hear you, man. So you get a—I can't even remember. Somebody just randomly added me to one of the dummy room Facebook pages, and then it just snowballed. It's like, oh, oh, yeah, this person and that person, and all of a sudden, there's like a whole bunch of new people, and yeah, it's a whole different world. Yeah, yeah. It's always cool, though, when I'm talking to people, it's like, oh, you saw the, like with Bo, like they went and saw the, like the Teen Idols Lillington's tour, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, that's that's awesome, because there's so many people around the country that were seeing that tour, you know? And now yeah. we're all sort of mingling together. It's in some way we are. Yeah. But anyways, dude, like I said, I'll let you go. You're welcome back right. anytime. Anytime awesome. there's Thank you new, so much. new music or something, uh, just throw it at me, man. Jordan's pretty good about that, throwing stuff at me, so I appreciate that. Yeah, he's gone to the uh, Bo School of Promotion. <laughs> well, I don't so. know about that. He does a good job, though. So, But, yeah, anyways, have fun next weekend. And, All right, uh, thank you very much. If you're going to live stream, maybe tag me in it. Okay, so I don't, sounds so I don't good. Miss it. But I'll definitely be sitting around my house Saturday night waiting for shit to happen. <laughs> All right, that sounds All right. good. Uh, next week might be the annual Muffs show. I'm going to try to make it happen. I haven't even talked to Ronnie, but uh, fingers crossed for me because he's my favorite guest. Love that dude. Anyways, until then, everybody stay safe, stay cool. We'll see you later. See you, Joe. Thanks. Take care. Bye. Took a ride around town, covered in my car. I saw a chair flash in the Kippery Ball. Now I lost my mind. I heard you speak to me in such great detail. Now I'll a word that I ever fail. Oh, now I lost my mind. 
cool. <laughs>